All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony in fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. 
Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. 
a lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey y'all, welcome back. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. <laughs> Ew. What's wrong with boo babies? It's like boo-boo, it's like boo and babies. Gotcha. Boo-boo babies, not like shitty babies. Okay, well yeah, welcome back ladies. Right, welcome back y'all. How's it going? It's going well, how's your weekend? My weekend has been good. It's been a good weekend. Extended good. weekend, which already elevates it to another level. Yeah, it feels even better. Definitely need more Mondays with freedom. Mm-hmm. Because Sundays hit different when I know I don't have to go to work on Monday. I just feel like the anxiety isn't there. I feel free as a bird. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have more time to do what I need to do, which really means I just have more time to have fun, which pushes back my responsibilities and I still struggle. Yeah, me too. I'm like so it's not bird. really the time, it's me. <laughs> it's oh, not really the time, way. it's me, but I had a good time. Good, what'd you do? Um, it's Valentine's Day weekend. Valentine's Day weekend. Um, had a little drinks, mm-hmm. had a little fun, mm-hmm. had a little movies, uh-huh. <laughs> went to see the photograph, Okay. went to have more food. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good time. What about you? What did you do this weekend? Same. I, I too seen the movie, had a little drinks, had a little din din, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Sunday got real lit. Yeah, Germany has so much fun. <laughs> well, oh, you know what? One thing we did. did on Sunday was we went to a chill at a home. Oh, yeah, A very did. beautiful home. Mm-hmm. They had, and you know, more black people. I mean, black people probably do do this, but shit. Mm-hmm. I love to be amongst black people celebrating Black History Month in homes with people performing their craft. Yeah. It was a good time. It was. It was a good black ass time. We were with Germany's parents. Yeah. <laughs> We were with them. We, went, we tagged night. along to they shit. Yeah, it was a family. But it was good. So we listened to some live music. And yeah. then um, you really got lit after that. Yeah, they're at my night turned up. I'm like, hey, get me home. Because I rode, I rode with Brittany to the chill. Yeah. And rode with my family back home. I'm like, hey, stop making all these stops. You know I have somewhere to Where'd go. Where'd you go? I went out to wine night uh, at the Blind Barber. Um, it's like an event. This is like the second time that it's been done. It was just a chill night. It's basically playing R&B, slow songs. I love that. All night. Not super slow, but you know, bangers where we like, Vibes. it's R&B. It's R&B. Yeah. A little bit of everything. R&B um, plus wine equals, first of all, R&B is my favorite genre of music. <laughs> That's my favorite. Wine is my favorite. One of my favorite drinks. Speaking of wine, my Galentine here in Germany. <laughs> She got me an electric wine opener, so I really need to go get some wine. I need to go to Trader Joe's yeah, after you do. this, and yeah. I need to go get me some wine so I can, and it needs to have a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> no so, twist top. So you can use it. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the wine was flowing. Um, the music was banging. The music was on point. Great, great DJs, great curating a great musical vibe. Um, I was amongst great girlfriends, great people. You know I was looking at this story and hurting. I know you were. I was like, ugh. Why are they having fun? I was a little apprehensive about going by myself. Why are they having fun without me? Yeah. I was apprehensive about going by myself, but I said, I'm going to Trying a new thing. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go. I had already made my mind up that I was going, but I did touch base with a few girlfriends that I- To see if they were going. Yeah. I'm like, what time are you getting there? So I know that you'll be there. We need to get there around the same time. Yeah. So that was cool. 
uh, linked up with my my homies, danced, sweated, chow. Yeah, had so much wine. The wine was just flowing. Um, I love when their their drinks are flowing. I don't (laughs) care what the hell it is. The drinks were alcohol, wine, what, (laughs) whatever's flowing. I'm so excited when shit's flowing. Let it flow. Oh, it was flowing. Let it flow. Yeah. So, um. I had a great time last night. That's I was good. like, yo, I'm so glad that I don't have work tomorrow because I needed to sleep in. Because you would have let it flow regardless. <laughs> yeah, I would have just been hurting Even at work. Even if we be having work, it, we never modify like, well, you know, tomorrow's work, so no. I'm not going to let it flow as much. No, no, no. I it's let just, it flow. I'm going to have to thug it. Yeah, I just go to work and thug. But um, great time, great people, great music, great vibes. I'm thankful. I'm thankful every time I go out and it's lit. I'm thankful, too, that everybody that I had, that I shared energy with this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was a great time. I, that made me feel blessed. Yeah. I have good people to exchange energy with in Grateful. my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. So, so um, that was really all the weekend. Oh, and I ran on Saturday. Oh, yeah, girl. This girl. I ran on Saturday. And more in my running journey. If y'all follow me on Instagram. Patreon. Oh. No, Instagram and Patreon shit, but we gonna get there. If you follow me on Instagram, then you seen I asked for prayers because I was running um, 9.5 miles you're a star and um let me tell you the negative self-talk baby i was like oh you cannot do this yeah i cannot i was like you can't how are you gonna run nine you're running nine miles today how do you think you're gonna run 13 miles in eight weeks like how and then i'm like but how many weeks ago you were not how long have you been doing this program um about what? Oh, this is the six weeks. So five weeks at that time. Okay, five weeks ago you weren't running nine miles. No, I was so not. So that's how you're gonna run thirteen miles. T- t- talk that talk. <laughs> talk that talk. That's Period. how I'm doing it. See yeah. that? And then I was telling myself, I said, "Bitch, shut up." <laughs> that's just, I said, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." You just talking. The cursing out of self. <laughs> hey, bitch, shut up. I was like, "Wait, hold up. You are not me, and yeah. me is strong and powerful and determined, and she can get shit done. So I don't know who you are." But you need to get to the back of the bus. Period. Get to the back. We're not taking that. And I was just moving. And I told Brittany and Kayla this. Um, when I started running, there were two footprints in the sand. <laughs> when I started running, there were two footprints in the sand. That was me and God. Right. And then about midway through, it, one footprint was left. He was carrying me. Your feet left. My feet. Your feet <laughs> my left feet the were ground no and he put you up. He, he picked he, you up. On his back. Okay. And he carried me. Yeah. So I would have really need him to physically come and get me. Come get me. <laughs> Come get me, cause she can't. Her feet are her feet can't. My feet, your feet, kind of. I would have stopped running, and they would have been like, "What you doing? Oh, you didn't. God's coming. <laughs> He's on his way. Y'all keep going. I'll catch up when I hop on his back." Seriously, and and I was so proud of myself because I didn't stop. Like you kept going. The, the time before, I was like, I kind of slopped and walked for like 30, 40 seconds, and I was like consistent at the at the lights. I would kind of like do a light 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 jog mm-hmm. but I was just like non-stop and I maintain a pretty solid pace like nine minutes That's 40 good. seconds per mile so I feel good I want to get down to hopefully like an 840 if I can cut a minute down I'd be straight for the um marathon for the half marathon so keep me lifted keep me in prayer as I pray you for need you. to listen to Nipsey as you're running oh yeah I do I have the affirmations playlist and I that really to helps to that dedication over on loop yeah but dedication yeah if y'all <laughs> plus pay. girl when that comes on on the affirmation you playlist start running faster huh? and not faster but all the songs really just like formation mm-hmm. um you know like the uh, life is good like, the life is good helps every song I'm like yo I got this everything <clears> makes <throat> me feel stronger 
I'm like, you're that bitch. Yeah. Okay. You're clocking in and eating these miles. Get it, you're bitch. You're doing it. Yeah. So also, if you want to run with us on Saturday, we're running. We're running just on to Saturday. Let y'all know. We're yeah. running. Um, we're participating with the Keep It Run Hundred. Um, our own five k. Yeah. De- destination Crenshaw. Month, destination Destination Crenshaw. So we're gonna be running down Crenshaw. If you're from LA, you already know the vibes. Yes. So um, we'll it's Black History Month. We're gonna have a good black ass time. We're gonna run. Hey, I'm. I usually don't run. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something different. So I'm yeah. encouraging everyone else to do something different too. It's a 5K, so it's three miles. It's three miles. You, you don't can have do to it. Walk the whole. I mean, run the whole thing. You can run it at your own pace. The biggest thing is that we're running as a community. Uh, running is a very underrepresented sport. Black people are very underrepresented yes. within running. So it's going to be nice to be in our black ass neighborhood, especially where gentrification is trying to happen. Yes. Running down the street, bunch of black people getting it in. So yeah. if you're in the city, if you're going to be in L.A., if you're around L.A., if you're in the IE, wherever the fuck you are, if you local, pull up, hop out and wreck. The link is down in the bio. And there's only last time that I last time that I checked. Yeah, there was only 35 spots left. <laughs> There was only 35 spots left, so hopefully there's still some left by the time this episode drops and you can come join us. Remember, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's not. We're going to run together, but we're also going to run at our own pace. Mm -hmm. So don't feel pressured. Whatever you feel comfortable with, do that. As long as you get to the finish line, that's all that matters. Right. So join us. Yeah, we want to see you out there. And let us know if you're if you're pulling up so we can keep an eye out for you. I don't Slide know how we'll do it, Instagram but Instagram page we'll figure it I mean, out. run up to us. Yeah, just say, what's up? I'm here and because we will be there welcoming you sweaty and all. Yeah. God damn. That's it. So yeah, um, yeah, that was the weekend. That's what's happening this week. And yes. yeah, okay, so now let's talk about our ratings and reviews. Yeah. So the ratings and the reviews are very important for the show. They help keep our podcast visible. They help keep us relevant. And we can't get them without your all's, you all's participation. So come through. Come through. Don't sleep on this portion of the show. We are going to keep talking about it until we're blue in the face. So get <laughs> used to it. Yeah. But um, we want to give a shout out, our review of the week. This one was so sweet. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what y'all be trying to do. Germany was Evoke, almost in tears. Yeah, evoke tears. It's working. So this <laughs> one comes from our girl Taylor. Taylor Diane. Mm-hmm. She says an affirmation. She know the vibes. Okay. Yeah. I'm currently attending CSU East Bay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Majoring in multimedia journalism production. It's my senior year and I'm currently taking a class that basically teaches graduating production students how to brand ourselves and find promising work before we leave the nest. My assignment this week is to find a successful online brand and present on why I, fit, why I believe it's successful. Why I believe it's it's. Damn, successful across all platforms. Real casual, three-minute presentation. Nothing extra, but I chose your podcast. You ladies have come a long way, and I want you to know that I'm showing my gratitude and appreciation for your content by showcasing it to my classmates as an example of what I believe a successful brand can look like. Continue to enlighten and and uplift. Love y'all so much. We love you. you. Thank you so much, Taylor. Love you. I feel honored. That you chose our podcast to represent something, especially presenting this to your damn college classmates. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. This was moving. Thank you. Love you so much. You're so, the yeah. realest. And thank you to you everyone. You're the finest. Remember that? <laughs> no. From Malibu's Most Wanted? You're the finest. What? Oh, my God. This girl. Thank you to all the other mommies <laughs> who left ratings and reviews this week. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. We also appreciate our patrons. Oh, yeah. Those girls, we love you. 
We do. We love you so much. And there's been a, a lot of little mommies who joined us over there this week. Yeah, let me pull y'all up. Pull them up. Okay, so we have Destiny. Destiny. Hey, Destiny. What's good? We have Cherie. Hey, Cherie. We have Lauren. Lauren, my And we sweet. have Janelle. And Keela. And Keela. Yeah. And Keela. Thank you all for joining us over on Patreon. If you don't know, Patreon is a platform for creators to garner support from their supporters. Yes. And it really helps this podcast keep keep it moving. It puts legs to this podcast. It, it helps it run. The listeners here <laughs> help it walk. They're helping Patreon it run. Patreon helps us run. <laughs> Period. The 13.1 <laughs> mile marathon that Germany's participating in. It's that vibe. Yes. So on Patreon... We provide additional content. We share videos. We just dropped our getting, who, how well do we know each other videos? That was fun, funny. Mm, yeah. Over there, we're dropping more content over there. Please join us over there. We appreciate all the people who intend to join us, all the people who are there coming month after month. We love y'all. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it for granted. And I think we have like a handful of pins left. So if you're still interested in a Homegirl Depot, the Homegirl Depot pin, if you join Patreon at the Soul Sister level, that's the $10 level, then we'll send you out a pin. Free shipping is on us. Um, yeah, we just want you to rep the gang. So don't join at the $5 level, girl. That ain't getting you nothing. The $10 is really the premium level. It is. Do whatever you're comfortable with. But if you really want the meat and potato, it's at the $10 level. Yeah, just keeping it a buck. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Last week's episode, right? Yes. Before we get into our very exciting episode this week. Episode 132 was Love is Recognizing Signs, Relationship, Green Flags, and Communication Styles. This was part two of our Love is series. So, the affirmation that we shared was, my discernment is strong and, and on point. I easily recognize when to move forward and when to tread with caution. So, in continuing the Love Is series, we chatted about relationship green flags and dating communication styles. Um, we're also eager to find our person or persons, if you get down like that. Um, <laughs> we have to be sure that we're paying attention to the signs that tell us to keep moving forward or to slow down and evaluate if we're in an aligned partnership. So, uh, a lot of the girls... We're sharing their green flags with us over on Instagram and in the Facebook group. Um, again, if you're not in the Facebook group, get on in, get on in there. Get in there. Get in in there. There's plenty of people to connect with. But yeah, so keep sharing. Keep sending us tea. We love to see it. We love to hear it. And yeah, we're going to keep this thing moving. So part three of our Love Is series mm -hmm. where we've been talking about relationships. We want to talk about a relationship that's not frequently discussed yeah, or is not spoken about in this way. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about the relationship with the money. Yeah. And money so, moves. <laughs> neither Jeremy nor I are money experts. No. For keeping it a buck. We're, you know, we tell y'all if we don't have all the tools, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. And that's what we did this week. Yes. We think that it's so important to talk about our relationship with money because it affects all of our other relationships. Yeah. It affects the relationship you have with yourself, the relationship you have with your partner, the relationship you have with your friends. Confidence. Confidence. Yes, confidence. Imagine being broke. There you go. No confidence. Confidence, materials. It affects a lot of relationships. Yeah, your well-being. So while we're talking about attracting these men and these women, we need to be talking about attracting coin. Yeah. Point blank, period. So we called on Tiffany, the budget nista, Aliche. Yes. And when, you know, I love Tiffany. Love her. I love Tiffany because she talks how we talk. She keeps it real the way she we keeps keep it real. She keeps it real the way we keep it real. And she presents gems the way we present gems. Yeah. 
You are going to get so much from this episode. Listen, some you may know, some you didn't know because there was things I didn't know. And share it. Please share it. If you know, share it. I mean, Tiffany has spoken on other platforms, which is how we found out about her. And every time she speaks, I, I learn something different. And Same. It's, it's like you might think, yeah, like you said, you know everything. But maybe somebody else that you know in your circle might be struggling with something you don't know. So share it. Each every, one teach Each one. one teach one, honey. We're getting our coins up. We're getting this bag together in 2020. Imagine that. And you got to share the knowledge. Just when you thought. Just when we thought, okay, I was doing this. We said we got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. I can't wait for us to just glow up together. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you guys to hear what Tiffany had to say. So, I mean, let's just get into it. Buckle up. All right. Hey, homegirls. So today with us, we have Tiffany Aliche, affectionately known as the budget nista. Um, ladies. Yeah. You're in is- for something sweet. sweet. Tiffany is... America's favorite financial educator. So she's going to get the girls together. She is. She's gotten me together. How about you? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been ga- I've gathered. I've been gathered. <laughs> I've, I've been gathered. gathered before today. I'm thankful. Very thankful. So we've been talking about relationships during this Love Is series. And one of the most important relationships you can have is the one with your money. That's not talked about a lot when we talk about relationships. So we want to bring attention to that highlight some very important tools and elements because not only do we want love we want to have our shit together yeah we need our bag i feel loved when my bag is secured i i too feel i, loved I feel that way I, I too feel that way yeah so we want to talk about changing our relationship with money strengthening it if you have a great relationship that's great but everyone doesn't have the tools and that's what we're here to do today provide tools yes right yes what's good so our final financial relationships usually stem from childhood mm-hmm um that's when they're developed but we want to start from actually you know what let's just talk to tiffany period let's let them know who we have tiffany please let our <laughs> listeners know a little bit about you mm-hmm. the budget nista ah, if you can see me right now it's like oh, i'm in the air twerking 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 yes um <laughs> With my not so good knees, I don't quite have the um, you know, make the sound. The mag, the mag knees. I yeah. can do about one one bounce. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> but, but you get down there. That's all that matters. Exactly, but get back up. That's the that's the thing. That's the struggle. Um, um, so no, I've been teaching financial education now for ten years. Um, I started because I started fixing my own mess, and then my friends were like, you're a little less messy than we are with our money. You know, Mm -hmm. what are you doing differently? And it was because I was fortunate and then grew up in a household where my father was a CFO, a chief financial officer of a small nonprofit in one of the blackest neighborhoods in New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, Brick City, stand up. Okay. Um, I live here now. (laughs) Tell us what's going on. are like, ah, Um, And so, and um, my mom was like, I'm one of five girls and her mom was really good at managing like our day-to-day like groceries and hair and clothes and stuff like that and so growing up we talked about money all the time we would have weekly family meetings and when we met we would always talk about the state of our family's finances and so i, I thought it was normal like y'all don't have money meetings on thursdays never had a money uh, meeting yeah. <laughs> and so you know i'm like in third grade like well this week's money meeting Wait. <laughs> wow that's a blessing um, i know and so um so because of that, I didn't grow up with a lot of the hangups that folks had. And by the time I got to college, I became like the go-to girl for my friends and their money. Um, and then after college, I, I had some internships and 
I really realized I didn't like corporate America and I really loved kids. So I became a school teacher for 10 years and I, mm. I, I was loving it. Wow. Then the recession hit. Um, and that's the, honestly, it's one of the reasons, one of the ways that the budget needs to really got cultivated because teaching really taught me how to teach and especially teaching preschool because that's what I taught. Mm. Because there's nothing harder than teach a three and four year old because they don't know nothing. Girl. Right. You'd be like, Roman, this is red like an apple. What is an apple? You're like, oh my God, where's your mother? Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you have to learn, you have to teach, you know? So I, it really taught me how to be a really good teacher and it taught me how to be patient, how to be kind. It taught me how to bring you from no knowledge to knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I learned all of that in the preschool classroom over 10 years. And then um, even when I was there, parents, when you work kind of in the hood, not even kind of, I, I worked in the hood. When you work in the hood- We appreciate you. And you and the parents look the same because I was in my twenties. They in their twenties. We both black. You right. know, they're like, "Oh, I like Miss Tiffany. Listen, I can hold twenty dollars to pay a day." What? Know? Oh, girl. Oh, yes, but that's how it is when you work in the hood. And you get very cool. Yeah. And um, and I remember thinking like, "Wow, no, girl, you can't." Right. But you know what you can do, Shanae? At nap time, if you come, I'll show you how to budget. Yeah. So that's really where the budget needs to really fully started. That at nap time, I actually would have the parents come in who needed kind of help. I remember when um when tax season came and I heard them talking about like, oh, I'm going to, you know, all these tax different places and how much they're going to charge me. And I'm like, girl, you can do it for free. And mm. that time I'm going to bring my laptop. I already bought TurboTax for myself. I did my own taxes. I'm going to show you how to do yours. And they were like, really? Wow. So then all of a sudden we're doing taxes at nap time. It <laughs> became like parent university. You were already and, investing um, in the community back then, child. Yes. Yeah, but honestly, that's always been my passion to invest, especially in people that look like me, because we are often left out of solutions. We're often left out of the conversations that are used to be to to better our community. Mm -hmm. And so I specifically knew I wanted to teach in a city filled with people that look like me because I didn't grow up in a town. I grew up in a town called Westfield, which is largely white. And, you know, so which was cool, but I didn't I didn't get a chance to like like be around people that look like me. Mm-hmm. And so I was adamant that with my gifts and talents, I wanted to pour back into my community. And so I specifically taught in Newark for that reason. I'm not gonna lie, it was a culture shock. Yeah. I was yeah. used to like the real real. I was right. like, oh, oh, it's real about this part. Yeah, <laughs> right, once we say real real, it's real, like, real, okay, it's, it's, it's hitting I mean, different. like real real, like, oh, right. what is, like I remember when I first came to Newark, I said, people here must really work out. I was telling another teacher. She's like, why? I said, like, look at my head. That's so slim. She said, girl, those are beans. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Tiffany. I was like, wait, what's the beans? She's like, girl. Crack. Who are people who are addicted, unfortunately, to drugs that were pumped into our community. Man, and it's keeping that's them no fault. I did not know. Oh but, like, but I'm grateful for that time in Newark because I wouldn't be able to pour so heavily into black women right. if I can't relate to black people. That mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. You know? And so because my, my parents um were both raised, born and raised in Nigeria. So at home it was African. Yeah. And then at school it was white. Yeah. Man. And so I got very little black culture coming up. You yes. know? And that's so different from African culture. It yes. is. Yeah. It is. And I can't tell you how many times I would say something that is not offensive in white culture, but is offensive in black culture. And parents were like, I'm going to see you after school. I hope you got them hands because you no. got that mouth. No. I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> so, but it taught me 
Yes. Like, for example, the word ignorance is a different intonation right. in black culture versus white culture. Oh, yeah. And no, I that's can remember right. saying to a parent, like, well, that's an ignorant statement. They're like, you call me ignorant? I'm like, no, no, ma'am. Right. <laughs> ignorant statement. They're like, Miss Tiffany, Cerise's going to beat you up. So <laughs> I, just... I didn't realize that. Like, so I, I, I knew that if I wanted to teach my community, I, I had to learn how not to offend my community. Mm-hmm. And so for after the recession hit and my school closed, I spent two whole years going to every single project in Newark and hosting free classes. Wow. And really just like investing back in the community and learning like what people were really struggling with and really listening and empathizing and creating solutions that actually could help and not, not being judgmental, you know? So it really was like, it, it was the best time. And as a result, you know, word kind of got out and um, people started to hear like about this budget Nista, that was helping folks. And I got my first contract through the United Way. Um, and from there, it started to grow. Like I just, you know, people would tell their friends and their friends would say, can she speak at my school, then my college? What about my company? And so before you know it, I'm on TV. And some of the, the lessons and the curriculum that I would make for these or different organizations, I put it online and I created the literature challenge which is a free course series of courses i created yes and like nearly a hundred women have passed through one or more of the of the literature challenges and we've just changed so many lives myself and my team that i call the unicorn squad because yes. magic happen every day is a team of sisters come on come on with a yeah sisters for the most part yes, yes. um we're running so it beca- because we're serving sisters mm-hmm. so it was important to me that when you were emailing someone and you were frustrated and maybe you got a little spicy <laughs> that you had another sister there that was like i got some milk for you boo boo yes. i hear your frustration but what we're not gonna do is period you know yeah. and so but i love that because you have other women like you on the other on the other side that will love on you and mm-hmm. understand that you're not an angry black woman you're just frustrated because you don't know how you're gonna feed your baby right yeah. That's and you're key. like, so yeah, that's important, that distinction, because now the woman on the other side, the unicorn, your unicorn squad member on the other side is like, honestly, let's jump on the phone real quick. Okay. Mm. I hear your frustration. You know what? We, this is what we're going to do to help you. And so and, and that's really important to me. Like, so I, I always say this because people ask like, is, is the budget needs to just for black women? That's my core audience. And but I don't turn anyone away. Yes. I think financial education is for everyone, but definitely like my core is, is black women. And we have a sprinkling of men here and there. We have a sprinkling of others here and there. But for the most part, it's, it's black women that follow and listen. The just four like us bias. Just like this podcast. Period. We don't turn mm-hmm. anyone away, but you know what the, what the gang is. Yeah, here. you know what's going on. <laughs> you know what's going gang, on. Gang, 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 gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, okay, I love you, Tiffany. You're my favorite. Um, so, Tiffany, the work that you're doing, like, has really changed my life because, like I was saying, we didn't have money meetings in yeah. my family. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, make some money, um, spend it, <laughs> probably not spending it how you're supposed to. And I personally made a lot of horrible decisions with money. I made a lot of a lot of horrible decisions with credit. And I had to figure out how to fix it myself because literally I can't remember not one not one conversation about money other than pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pay your bills. Yeah. And so when I turned 18, I remember um, I turned 18. They, I got a credit card. And with the credit card, I got a sidekick. <laughs> I was buying multiple meals, clothes at Forever 21, Urban Outfitters. And I wasn't working. So when it, was, <laughs> when it came time to pay that money back, 
I was like thinking it was going to disappear. I honestly was feeling like the money with the payment, you know, whatever I racked we up. We have a parallel story. This happened to me. This must happen to everybody. <laughs> I really felt like, you know, that ain't my problem. Right. You know, the money's gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they started coming to me <laughs> <laughs> requesting the money. And I was, I was like, wow, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I was just trying to hide from it. I was literally running from it. I didn't pay it for so long. And that affected my credit score. And then when it came time to get an apartment, that's when we had to have a face-to-face. Yes. Because they were like, your credit score is a 500-something. And I'm like, and you would have to put down three months rent, security deposit, and put a little blood on this piece of paper because we don't trust you. And I was shook and I really had some resentment toward my mom and my parents because I'm like, look, I'm I'm the child and you guys didn't sit down and have these conversations with me. Now I'm out here adulting and I'm independent and I'm relying on myself and I don't have the resources, the resources being the credit score to move freely. Mm -hmm. And I feel hindered. Yeah. I feel lost and I feel upset. And so that really sparked up something in me. And I was like, Oh my God, I really have to work on getting this credit together. What am I supposed to do? But because we have some listeners who are much younger than us and we have Tiffany here today. We're, we're stopping that breaking generational curses. We're stopping that. So Tiffany, can you, can we have a little mini money talk? Can you talk about like how credit works, the importance of a credit score and how to keep it intact or maybe build it back up? Yeah. (laughs) Wherever these people are at, we got to meet them. No, absolutely. I think the, the key component when you're thinking about credit is that you have to understand the components of a credit score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I'm going to also share with you that um, FICO, which 90% of your your credit scores or your credit, anyone who's going to lend you money, 90% of lending decisions are made using FICO. Mm-hmm. And so it's a credit scoring agency and that's like what your mortgage people, your car people, most people are using FICO scores. So that's important because FICO will change the way they haven't in since 2014, but kind of change the way um, credit is calculated. Um, but I'll tell you like the basic calculation. And I'll tell you what's changes our upcoming. Come on. So giving us the right future. Now, <laughs> yes. Give yeah, us so, the future. These new changes are coming summer, summer 2020. So oh, you want to wow. be on the oven. You know, I'm going to drop that seat. Give, give so, it to um, us. <laughs> So here are the five factors used to calculate your credit score. Um, 10% is, you have to remember, just remember these these percentages. 10, 10, 15, 30, 30, 35. 10, hey. 10, 15, 30, 30 35. Hey. So <laughs> 10 is inquiries. That means anytime someone who is not you looks into your credit score. Mm-hmm. So typically you know it's an inquiry because you had to give some part of your social security number. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, so that's ten percent of your score. That means anytime, like they're at, like um, you're at Target. I mean, would you like to open a Target card? What they're really saying is, would you like to give away eight to thirty points? Ooh, yes. Uh-huh. So even if you get denied, this is the shady part. So you say, you know what, Target? I've been to do it. <laughs> let me um, let me save five dollars on these jeans. Sign me up, and they run your credit, and they're like, ooh. Germany so what <laughs> happened was you got denied you're like what okay moving about my business no 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 they took your points anyway yeah right. so I tell people do not open store cards mm-hmm. like because as an adult there are going to be some things you can't help but get your credit run for yes. you're going to get your credit run for an apartment for a house for a car save it for the things you absolutely need yes. don't throw it away on, on, on shenanigans like store cards so that's mm-hmm. one okay. inquiries 10% the other 10 type of debt 
So they like to see a mix because let's just say like Brittany, what's your what's your best dish? My best dish that I whip up. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lasagna. Her, uh, actually, it's lasagna. your peach cobbler. I mean, your um, oh my sweet, sweet potato, potato pie. pie. Yes. <laughs> okay, sweet potato pie. So let's just so, say I'm like, oh, okay, someone says, oh, Brittany can throw that in that can't take. I'm like, oh, what does he make? Sweet potato pie. Oh, what else? Um, pumpkin pie. Oh, what else? Yam pie. Oh, what else? <laughs> Brittany's good at pies. <laughs> That's not thrown down in the kitchen. You see what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, yes. That means same thing with type of debt. Oh, what you got? A Discover. Oh, what you got? A Visa. Oh, what you got? a massacre oh what you, you see like mm. at you being able to borrow they like to see like oh you know Brittany and Germany have a a um they have credit card debt oh and they have a, lo- a loan um and they have and like you know if you're trying to get a mortgage you know maybe you've had a mortgage before or maybe you can prove you can use your sometimes you can use your rental history it depends as a I was able to do that when I bought my condo mm. um so so it doesn't, but it's only 10% of your score. You don't need to do anything for that. Just be aware that as the older you get and the more type of debt that you incur, like that will take care of itself. But just being aware of the type of debt, mm-hmm. that having a mix of types of debt, you know, that that's what they're looking for when they're judging that part of your credit score. Got it. 15% length of credit history. Now, credit really is about averages. You have to understand that your credit is like your, is like your GPA, mm. right? So... It is all of the like well, all the financial choices, like all of the grades that you've made for the most part the last two years. So your senior and junior year of credit life is what they're really looking at. Mm. And that is weighing heavily on your GPA. Now, because what people tell me is they're like, I don't understand. Um, I was late that one time, but now I'm on time. That's like saying, I don't understand. I got an F in Spanish, but now I got an A. Well, girl, an A plus an F is a what? A C. That's why you got a C. Just because you got an A now, people are like, girl, you got an A today. Yes. You know we love to erase the past. Yeah. We love to erase the past. average of your choices. And so if you're wanting to make that F into an A, you might have to get 10 A's to bring that F all the way up to the A. Because it's about averages. Mm. Yes. You see? Mm. And so, like, if you're on the cusp, let's just say you're at a B minus, and then you get an A the next next semester, then that might bring you up to a B or B plus. Mm -hmm. Because you're on the cusp, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's important to understand. So I say all that to say that length of credit history, 15%. Is for the most part an average of the lenders that you that you owe. So how long have you been paying off? So what people will see sometimes is you'll pay off say your student loan debt and your credit score might drop temporarily because you lost that length of credit history. Oh. Yes, but it will it will typically go back up because at the same time you paid off the debt. Mm. So Got one it. of the ways to help with length of credit history is to keep your oldest credit card open. Got it. Got you. Got it. So, because that will help. So, for example, I got a credit card. Maybe I have my oldest credit card might be like, say it looks like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So, let's just say I only have one thing I owe is this one credit card. Hey, I got this 10-year-old credit card. Look <laughs> at me with 10-year-old length of credit history. Right. And then I try to get cute. And I'm like, you know what, Marshalls? I do want a card. <laughs> now, you've got two cards, right? you got one card that's 10 years old. And you got another card now that's one year old. One plus 10 is 11 divided by two. Wow. You split your length of credit history to five and a half years yeah. or 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you see? And, and imagine you open up two cards now. So now you've got the 10-year-old card, another one-year-old card, and a one-year-old card. Those cards, 10 plus 1 plus 1 is 2, is um is 12. 12 divided by 3. Divided by three. Now your 10-year-old length of credit history, 
You see what I mean? Yeah. It's now four years. So just being mindful of not opening up too much new credit that you don't need. And you know they don't tell us this, Tiffany. They don't tell us nothing. We go open in all kind of accounts. I am the sadiest because I have a rule. If we go someplace and the lady asks me, would you like to open up a card? I give her three chances. No, thank you. <laughs> my sister be my sister be looking at me like don't do it. I'm like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Like, Are you sure you don't want to open up a card? I'm like, no, ma'am. And I tell my sister, if she asks me the third time, I'm gonna school her. My sister be like, leave her, leave this lady alone, leave her alone. She don't know. Would you like to open up a card? Ma'am, do you know that every time somebody opens up a card, you are dropping their credit score anywhere from 8 to 30 points? Mm. And that person might not be able to get a house, a Ooh. car, an apartment because you're trying to convince them to save $2 here at Marshall's. Wow. Ooh. They don't, they don't be expecting like, that. Uh, they be just, shook. They be shook. And they be, yeah, and I can tell because the truth is they don't know because they get paid for every person they sign up for a card. But I want now, every time you ask somebody, <laughs> I want you to know. What you, you ask. Potentially, yes. What you're really asking. My sister's like, why you gotta do that to the lady? I'm like, she asked me three times. I said no. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my rule. The third time you ask, you get the business. Period, poo. Um, Yeah, right? So... Yeah, so length of length of uh, um, credit history is is critically important. Mm-hmm. But really, one of the most important that people don't realize is your amount owed. Mm. So that means how much could you owe versus how much do you owe. This is also an average. So let's just say you have a card; it's a hundred dollar limit, and you owe eighty dollars on that hundred dollar limit card. You are at eighty percent utilization. You owe too much. Yeah. You're doing too much. I did doing yeah. too much. Yeah. You want you're doing too much number. The max doing too much number is thirty percent. Mm-hmm. That means you have a hundred dollar limit on your card. You really should not go above thirty dollars on that card. Mm-hmm. You know, but people don't know that because anything above thirty, you're bringing down your score. I don't care if you pay them every month on time. You pay them people like mm, like, hey, I give you my money. Okay. But guess what? If it's over, it doesn't matter. It's Not that it doesn't matter, but it's likely bringing down your score. Now, here's the thing that people don't realize. Like, so let's just say we know we know that 30, 30 and below is the ideal. Yes. Right? So let's just say I have one card. It's a $100 limit. I don't have no balance. Ah, look at you cute, right? Second <laughs> card. $100 limit, $50 balance. So let's do the math. So like, you know, remember, this is like middle school math. You got a hundred dollar limit card, no balance. You got a hundred dollar limit card, $50 balance. Of the two cards collectively, you are at 25%, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, cause we're splitting the card like half, half. Like if you like look at it visually, imagine that like, you know, like these are like, it's, it's four, four, four pieces. Mm-hmm. And one of those pieces is your, is your current balance. So you're like, ow, I'm at 25%, but you don't realize that. You're just like, whatever, I have this one card that's 50%, the other card, that's nothing. Then you say, I don't never use this $100 card. Mm. And you close it. <laughs> now, what percentage are you at now? 50. Oh, you played yourself. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. So that, yes, if you want to be mindful about closing cards, Yes. You have to be so strategic with this credit yes. thing. It's really strategy. Chess. Like, yes. It is chess. Exactly. Not checkers. Yes. Yes. Gosh. And if you know better, then you do better. Period. And so, like, people will literally be like, oh, I don't, even, I don't need this car clothes. Because that's what I did. I remember. I remember I, these are things I did in my 20s. I don't even need clothes, 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 clothes. Not realizing that those cars were actually helping with my utilization. Yeah. Because maybe, because this is, they don't do that now, but, <laughs> but back in the day, it used to be 
legal for credit card companies to be on campus and they would have these tables with every goodie you could think of Snickers bars as big as your arm <laughs> and you're like oh let me get a frisbee and a Snickers bar and a t-shirt <laughs> you want me to sign up for what yeah yeah girl here's a discovery yeah yeah sure sure and wow. you would get all that free stuff and then you would get a credit card in the mail and then you would play yourself yeah yep. that's how I played myself yeah yep they don't allow that anymore thank god on campuses that's right. predatory it is they already pre- get yeah, us with is. the they student can- loans don't keep getting us yeah that's predatory yeah. And so, but then, so what would happen is, so back in the day, I, I must have, I didn't even know I had like 10 cards open. Wow. Like, wow. Yes, I was a mess. Because I like Snickers bars. Okay. Right. <laughs> Don't judge me. Judge your cousin. Right. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm so dumb. So like, you know, I put my real address, so it was going home and my dad was just oh, getting them, no. cut them off, getting them and cutting them up. Oh, no. So, so, and so it really wasn't until after I graduated college and for the first time I pulled my credit report, I was like, what's going on? I don't have these credit cards. It was those cards. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. So I had, I, I remember I did have one credit card that I was using and like, but the other one, so I, I went in and I closed them all. But here's the thing, like, like, thankfully for the one credit card I was using, I was paying it off every month in full. Oh, yeah. But let's just say that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Then if me closing those other cards, I'm going to be negatively affecting my average. Yes. Because those cards had balances that, I, that had limits that, that didn't have balances. Yes. So even to this day, I've got one card where the interest rate is not the greatest. So I don't use it really. Mm. I put like something automatic on it. And what I do is I keep that open because that card has like a $50,000 limit. Oh, yeah. So so see, so that means if I put, let's just say, because me and my husband just renovated our house. So instead, let's just say I go to Home Depot and I trick up and I put $10,000 on this other card. I still not over my 30% because I got this one card that I never use with that the $50,000 50, limit. Let me see? tell you, that happened to me. I went out and got a little motor scooter, a Yamaha, and they, the, 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 um, uh, <laughs> Yamaha. period. Yes. And they gave me a $17,000 credit in, um, line, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah. hey, it's popping. I paid down the scooter and I had the $17,000. So now I have so much credit, um, but I was barely using anything. Why they closed that account down because and I was weren't sick? Using it. it wasn't because I wasn't using it. They stopped banking with credit one or whatever the oh, logistics no. are. I was sick. My credit score dropped by like 45 mm-hmm. points. Yeah. Yep. I was sick. Because I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Score. 30% Ooh. of your score is that amount owed. It's a significant part of your score. So if you're, so let's just say you're somebody who pays back all the time. And you're like, I don't get it. It's likely your amounts owed. You likely owe too much compared to what you could owe. Mm-hmm. You likely owe 30% over what they've allowed you to borrow. And then 35% of your score, the last component, is your payment history. Do you pay them people? Right. On time? Do you pay them people the minimum or, or more? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's 35% of your score. And I feel like most people think that their score is that. Like, I pay. No, 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 no. It's all of these, boo-boo. Like, if you really want to affect your score, you want to affect payment history and amounts owed because collectively that's 65%. You want to pay down your debt and you want to pay on time and in full. And the best way to do that is to automate. Automation is the new discipline. Okay. Oh, okay. Drop and that so, bar. Like, talk that talk. coming out. So here, here it is, right? So, right, so if you're, the best way to do it is to have two separate checking accounts at the same bank. Come on. One checking account is just for your bills, and you can literally name it bills, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then the other one, I like to call it my deposit slash spending account. Okay. And so the way that works is that my money lands in my what? Deposit account. Right. And then I transfer my bill money to my bills account and Mm -hmm. then I might transfer some money to my savings everything else and then what's left is my spending 
So when I go to spend money with my debit card, because I do not link my I do not link my bills account to my debit card. You can tell them, don't link that, don't get cute. No, 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 no. Yes. Right. Because you want to know that when you're swiping your card, that money that's left was money that came from your paycheck, and you already put your bill money aside, you put your savings aside, so what's left is spending money. See? Yes. Because you, you know go. we'll see it all at we'll once see it and all think we're balling. And just do it, mm-hmm. Make it all, categorize it all as speaking. So you want to make sure that you transfer your bill money to a bills account. Do not attach a debit card to that bills account. And then you have your bill money. You can even have your bills paid automatically or tw- every other week. You can sit there and make your bill payments from that account. That will help you tremendously yeah. not to be an overdraft queen. Period. Yeah, because if it's bill money, you know that if it's automated, the money's already there for sure because yep. you put it there. You know, yep. can you tell me if this is true? I heard a way to boost your credit score is, say you have a card note, right? If you mm-hmm. pay half of it before I it's due, <laughs> half of it this. before it's due and the other half when it's due, that can help increase your credit score. Is that a myth? I-S-S-A, a lie. It's a lie! No. Oh, it's a lie. Girl, let me tell you, the, the best way to, the, the one of the best ways to boost your credit score, quite honestly, is to pay off your debt in full. Okay, oh. well, there you like go. Like, that, that, that half and half, they don't care. Like, the credit card company's like, girl, what are we doing? What are we, you, got, you got the money, you don't have the money, like, it's not going to make any difference. Like, okay, that's cute, you got my money or not. So, like, yes. like, it's really paying off in full. Because think about, sometimes I tell people, Try to pretend like you are the person lending money. Mm. So Germany, let's say you you lend Brittany twenty dollars. Want it back? And you're like right. Want it so right back? Like, ooh. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I want it right back. <laughs> exactly. So imagine Brittany's like, ooh, I think actually it's cuter if I give you ten this week and ten next week. Oh. And you're like, okay, add up to twenty. But girl, what does it matter? It's my twenty. Oh. Like, I hate you. You see what I mean? It's it, it's not detrimental. Mm. But it's not doing anything. Brittany, like, um, Germany is not going to tell people, like, you know what? You can always lend to Brittany because she pays you in pieces. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Honestly, I feel like credit card companies put it out there. So hopefully you forget to make that second payment and they can charge you interest. Oh. Um, so you know, pay, when you pay off your debt in full, here's the magic sauce. So this is what I do. I call it like, well, I'm older, so I call it jump like Jordan. I know y'all be on LeBron and stuff. Whatever. Yes. Kobe, you only jump like Jordan. Right. Um, <laughs> so I call it my jump like Jordan card. Everybody should have one. It is a credit card that I don't use because if you don't use your credit, they will close it. Yes. But it's a credit card that I typically don't use and then I look for the cheapest thing in my life. Typically like Netflix. So like what, 10 bucks a month. If you pay for Netflix, which most of us do not. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm using my mama's till this day. Right. You didn't teach like, me about well, credit. It's always funny how I can't remember how many people have my login until I change the password and I get all these texts. You um you change the password? I'm like, wait, you still on my Netflix? Right, right. Get <laughs> off of me. <laughs> so so I put like Netflix on this one card that I don't use at all. This would be like the fifty thousand dollar card because I do not want them to close it. Yeah. I say, hey, fifty, <laughs> I need you <laughs> to let Netflix charge you. Yeah. Period. Fifty dollar card. I said okay, and then I say, hey, bills account, mm-hmm. I need you to pay fifty off in full. That nine dollars every single month in full. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It doesn't. It could be nine dollars. It could be ninety thousand. It could be nine thousand. The amount doesn't matter. The habit of paying off a debt in full is going to make your credit score jump like Jordan. Wow. That is one of the ways that I was able to raise my credit score because after the recession hit, I lost my, I bought a condo when I was 25 and I lost it during the recession to foreclosure. My credit score that was an 802 fell to a 547. No, wow. Jesus. 
Yes, it did. And no. I only found out because I was teaching a class and I was trying to use my credit as an example. Why I pull up like crazy? No, Tiffany. No. <laughs> Shut up. I, I should have checked ahead of time. I said, you got the wrong. You know what? That's like <laughs> the scene on that. Insecure. Yo, on the projector. I was like, dang. Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, it was so embarrassing. I was like, you know what? That's my, my, that's my sister Tracy because she got a T name. <laughs> let me take down her credit. That's embarrassing. Let me take down her <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, oh, my God. I would have melted right into the floor. I didn't know. Oh and then that's when I was like, you know what? That's when I I, I got my duck like Jordan car popping. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to pay this off in full. I actually had two of them. And literally, you leave the card home because it's an automated process. Mm. And Netflix charges the card and your bills account pays off the card. The key is... You don't want to pay off the card too soon. You want to look on your your like online and see when the statement date is. That means the date that they issue you a statement. That is literally the date that they're telling the credit the credit score company, "Hey, Brittany and Germany, they have used the card." Because mm-hmm. you want a, a record of usage. Because let's just say you pay it off and charge it on the same day, they never even know that you charged it. Wow. Right? Yeah. So you want to pay. After the statement date, after they've already said, hey, they have used the card, and you want to pay it by the due date, of course. Yes. So the statement date is pretty easy. Like I said, you can look online, log into your credit card company. If you're not sure, you can always call, too. It's like, yo. And if you still get paper, you can look on the um, look on the statement to see what the statement date is. But mm-hmm. that's important. But if you do that, I raise my credit score like 200 points. What? In like a, a year and some change with that. And with a foreclosure, because foreclosure is like... Is that like a bankruptcy? Yeah, yes. A foreclosure is like getting an F minus in a major class. It's like, girl, you ain't graduating. Yeah, you got to sit. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, like, you ain't walking. You have to go to night school, <laughs> night school weekend school. Like it's The so, continuation. Like, Man. <laughs> so imagine that I had an F minus on my report card. And those, paying that off in full every single month, I was getting two A's a month for like a year and a half, two years. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. that's the that, cheat code. See? That's the and cheat that code. took my F minus to honestly, it brought me to a nice B plus. Mm. We stand a bounce mm-hmm. back queen. Yeah, we stand a bounce back queen. That's perfect. <laughs> so, you know, like even if we're paying our bills and we're working on increasing our 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 credit score, a big part of that is basically implementing a budget and trying to yes. like, you know, it, it's so difficult. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't know how to budget. Uh, again, a lot of this goes back to our money habits as we were, you know, what we were taught growing up or not taught or not taught. Yeah. The lack of teaching. Yeah. So um, like, what are some, what are some like budgeting hacks or what are some common mistakes that you see people make when it comes to a budget? How important is it to even have a budget or are we just free floating? Mm. No, it's super important, honestly. Like, you don't, like, at least to start, like I said, having that flow, which is like money lands in your deposit account, boom, it automatically transfers to your bills account and it automatically transfers to your savings account. So if you have that flow, so let's just say, you know, you get paid on the 1st and the 15th. So you might say on the 2nd and the 16th, hey, money, I'm going to set up an automation. I know my money's going to land, first automation. Mm. Second automation, I've already done my bills. I know how much my bills are for half the month. That transfer is made. And the savings is saved. So that way, all you have to do is spend your money on your debit card. Yeah. Because, you know, bills are paid. And then you remember to to automate your bills. You know, bills are paid automatically. 
you know, savings is saved automatically. And the things that you're wanting to buy with cash, like groceries, hair, nails, whatever, that's that's the money that's left on your card. And when that money on your card is done, so are you, boo-boo. Sit you're down, done. take several. Right. Don't go back into that savings or into the bill money trying exactly. to rob so Peter the, to pay Paul. Exactly. So the key, the good thing about it's hard to go back into the bill money. You want to know why? Because no you don't have a debit card. You out and about, you're like, ah, wow. dang. Yeah. Yes. That's it right there. Taking away yes. the bill debit card. Yeah. yeah, you don't, you don't like you don't. It's not on the debit card because even if you were to transfer, like I guess you could, like you have to be like really like you know thirsty. Yes, but, <laughs> but that bill money when you try to when you swipe your card, it only can pull from the the account that you really set aside your spending from. And a, a way to not dip into your savings. This has been a godsend for me because I am not as disciplined as I look. <laughs> um, so one of the things that's helped is that I don't put my savings in a regular bank. Mm. Because let's be real, we've all been at the local Target line. Oh yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I've been to get this dress, even though I came for oranges." And <laughs> you know, you're in line. You're like, "Ooh, do I even have thirty dollars in my account? Let me look. Yikes! There is nothing in my checking." And I look at my savings, like, "Ooh, girl, you got that savings." Meanwhile, you're saving for a trip or something fun. Yeah. And you're like, let me just transfer this $30 over. And me, I'm a gangster. I'll be like in line. They're bringing me up and I'm like taking my hands. I'm like, oh, let me make this transfer. <laughs> right. Swipe my card. Right. I'm like, you know, you can, you can step to the side, Tiffany. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it. I can make it. Right. And so then you look and you're like, dang, you've been eating away at your savings. So I said, how do I get myself to stop nibbling at my savings? I don't save at a regular bank account anymore that I could make that transfer easily. Instead, I make my money inconvenient. Mm. Inconvenient money gets saved. Here's how you're going to open up a, 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 a an online only savings account, like an ally bank, for example. Yeah. You can go to this website called magnifymoney.com. And you can find like the best online only bank. You're going to look for one that's FDIC insured. That means the federal government will give you up to $250,000 back okay. should that bank close down. So you want to make sure you're protected. That's yes. insurance. You're going to look for a bank that's getting an A because the only people allowed to get C's are you on your credit report. Okay. Right. right. So like you want your bank to be an A plus bank. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like, cause they literally, they'll rate them. They're like, oh, this is an A bank, a B bank, a C bank. Like, I don't even know why you list these C, C and D banks. Treat yeah. it like a like, food place. Cause I'd be like, you got a C? Oh, I can't eat here. Right. Right. Y'all don't wash your hands. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking for A bank, FDIC insured. You're also looking for a bank where the deposit is zero or next to zero. Mm. You don't like, so sometimes it'll say, oh, deposit is $10,000. Ma'am, <laughs> if I had $10,000. I wouldn't be messing with you. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> right? So you're looking for, sometimes it's like a dollar too. Sometimes that's actually zero to open it. And then you're also looking for the highest interest rate. So those are the four things. FDIC insured, A, um, highest interest rate, and low deposit amount. If you do those, then you should be goody. Good. How do you get the money there? Transfer oh, from so your bank. Yes. Yeah. So we'll literally what typically happens is they'll say, how do you want to, how do you want to fund this account? And you will log, they'll have you, they'll usually list all the major banks. So let's just say you have, I don't know, TD Bank or something. They'll like have TD Bank listed and you'll click on it and you'll, you can connect your accounts. And so this is what makes it inconvenient. See, with that Germany who reminded me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning your, your voices. It was See, me. I almost forgot the important part. So yes. <laughs> So you would like, I don't transfer from the big bank side because they're a mess and they'll try to charge you. Oh. Instead, 
the the, the online only bank will not charge you to pull, but the big bank will charge you to send. Oh, that's a cheat that code. That's a wow. Cheat. They just they just want all our money, and that's why we don't have the money for our bills. For real, <gasps> I'm telling you, they be making billions of fees. So I go to Ally. I'm like, hey, Ally, I need you to tell Wells Fargo on the shoulder right. and say, give me some money. Yeah. And so they'll it'll pull the money for you, and so you can have that attached to your deposit slash spending account remember that that's an automatic transfer mm-hmm. or even better yet super cheat code go to your job and say split my money from the get-go yes you can do that i'm yes, so scared I have my husband do that why are you so scared? like he, he's not making no transfers so <laughs> as soon as his money comes in money lands in the bills account money lands in savings money lands into the spending account so mm. from the get-go so all he he don't have to look at the rest of the stuff and then the Everything else is automated. So you ask your, your, you know, you ask Ally Bank or whatever, pull my money um, for me. And then here's what makes it so special. When you're in Target again, you're like, ooh, I want that dress. It's cute. <laughs> Dang, I don't have the money in my checking account. Ooh, you know what? Savings got it. Eh, eh. I'm like, Target's like, go pull up a sleeping bag, boo-boo, because it's 24 hours before you get your money back. See? Mm-hmm. That's the part I want to commit to it, but that's the part I'm like. Eh. Well, that's gonna yeah, help you with your discipline. Why be mad at the, at the at the at the discipline side? That's literally why. That's, that's the point. You. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. I'm gonna try that. I'm literally gonna. I need to do that. I need to do that. I mean, I've gotten way thing. better. Start with that. something little. Put five dollars in there. Then another mm-hmm. five. Then another five. Because what did it do? It's going to force you. Yeah. So I wouldn't put all my money in there, obviously, because, you know, you might have emergencies that come up. Right. But if you put five, then 10, then 20, so it will force you to ask yourself, I love this, because I will convince myself, Yo, I, I need this dress. This is my, my um, I sound like my nephew, Roman, he's four. I need it! <laughs> I'm like, why do you need this? So you can hit your sister with it? He's right. Like, right? And so, like, I'll be like, I need it. No, but you don't understand. I need this dress. So if you need that dress, you can come back tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Good. They got like 10,000 sizes. So make that transfer if it's that serious. And come back tomorrow. And by the time I leave the store, I'll be like, hey, it's, I don't serious. even, I don't really need Girl, that. It's not that serious. Because in the moment, you're feeling the flash of like adrenaline and I want the dress. Target is good at making that place all cute inside. Yeah, like, they do You just want to spend all your money happily. But if you had to wait for a transfer to get the thing you swear you needed, you'd be surprised how much stuff that you would leave on the shelf. Ooh, then that's a bar. That's a bar. Get on over to Ally. We're heading over to Ally. Yeah. (laughs) I need to do that. And I've been on that because I hear that some of those online banks have a better interest rate than the big Absolutely. That's another thing. And so I'm like, I need to make my money work for me. Period. I'm working for this money and I need it to work for me. Because right now they're they're averaging at maybe like two percent. Some of them are three percent. Meanwhile, these big banks is zero 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 good zero 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 point one percent. Literally a piece of a piece of a piece of a penny. Yeah. Wow! Like See? the disrespect. Can you imagine? I'll be setting my account you, up this week. Because this is what those big banks do, which is so terrible. Hate the it. big banks will be like, "Ah, oh, Brittany, oh, you deposited a hundred dollars, thanks, girl." They will pull it out of your savings and they will invest that hundred dollars and get back ten, twenty, thirty percent. Right? Mm. Wow. And then they had the nerve to give you back a piece of a piece of a piece of a penny of the money they made off your money. Yeah, I get like 10 cents. Yes. Yeah. And I'm Do like, you ever wonder why you're not allowed in your, sa- your savings account to make more than six, six transactions uh, a or, month? Yeah, because they're like, wait, don't move your money, girl. I need access. Can you imagine? Oh, wow. Tiffany, that, you just mm-hmm. blew my mind just now even saying that. Playing us. Playing with our mm-hmm. money and playing with us. Wow. Yes. They're like, no, don't move too, don't move too much. It's like a, they're like a, um, a, a like a, a toxic pimp. boyfriend. They're a pimp. Now I need to, I need to know your movements. Where you at? Yes. Where you be? Who Ooh, that? Wow. That is crazy. The pimping method. Yeah. 
Okay. To pimp a bank account. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So after we create this budget, right? We create this budget, but we still have things that we need to pay off. Mm -hmm. I think that's where a lot of us have issues because it's like, I'm trying to budget my money, but at the same time, I'm trying to pay down this debt that exists. How do we do that? Is there like some sort of cheat code, cheat a, code method. a method, a hack because the the debt isn't going away, but my money hasn't really increased. What do I address first? How do we do this? So the my favorite method is called the snowball method. Yes, queen. And so, <laughs> I, so I, there's, there's another method called the avalanche method, avalanche. but it requires Ooh. a little bit more, uh, more resources. More coin? Huh? More coin? Or, oh, you said discipline. No, no. It, it requires a little bit more discipline. I'm okay. like, who wants discipline, girl? Let's do the snowball method. Let's do Let's so, hit the snowball up. Right? So look, the way the snowball method, like back in the day, depends how old you are, you used to watch like Bugs Bunny, right? or one of these little cartoons, and the snowball will start at the top of the hill, and as it rolled down, it would pick up more snow and get bigger and bigger. Yes. Hold that visual in your mind. Mm-hmm. So the way the snowball method works is that, let's just say you have four debts. You're going to line them up from smallest to largest and you're gonna say who do i owe the least amount of money to mm-hmm. and you're gonna do a budget which is just listing everything you spend money on how much each of those things cost you a month add up that list i like to call it a money list mm-hmm. then subtract it from your monthly take-home pay that's a basic budget mm-hmm. all the things i spend money on <laughs> how much each thing cost me a month add up that list and subtract that amount from my monthly take-home pay. If there's money left over, great. We could put some of that toward the debt pay down. If there's no money left over, then you have to go through your money list, line item by line item, and be like, girl, you don't have money, yet you have cable. Right. Yeah. Girl, You're poor, but you're watching cable. Right? You're poor, right? but you got you know, the, well, the Louboutins. You could, you know, you, exactly. Like, so, so you would go line item by line item until there is money left over from the money you're spending a month to the money you're making a month. Mm. And with that money, you, with that excess, I like to put half toward debt and half toward savings because you oh. should be doing them at the same damn, damn time. time. Yes. Okay. yes. Absolutely. Yes. At the same damn time. Yes. Okay. And so that half that you, let's just say you found $200. You're like, you know what? I don't need this cable. $200. Boom. $100 goes into your ally savings account automatically. Germany, I'm looking at you. Yes, yes, I'm here. I'm here. I see your eyes on me. I feel them on me. <laughs> and then um, then the other half, you're going to put towards your debt. Now, you are going to commit to paying the minimum to the debts on your list, except for that first and smallest debt. The smallest Let's one. just say you you found $100, and that smallest debt is $200. And so you're like, okay, it's minimum. Let's just say it's um, $25 a month. So now, month one, you have this 100 Plus the 25 minimum you were paying anyway. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, hey, I could pay this off month one. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Now what you do is the next month you roll over that full payment to the second smallest debt on your list. Let's just say the second smallest debt on your list is um, $500. So now you have that 100 from your from your budget, the 25 minimum from the first smallest debt, and the $500 minimum. So let's say, say $50. So the five hundred dollars minimum is fifty plus twenty five from the first the first smallest minimum's debt, which is twenty five. So that's seventy five dollars plus the hundred dollars from your budget. Now all of a sudden that five hundred dollars debt that used to get fifty dollars a month is now gonna get one seventy five. Yes. Instead of and thinking two, we just have extra money in our the, account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then boom, within two months that debt is paid off. Now you're gonna roll all of that over 
So remember, like remember, I told you the rolling of the snowball down the hill, picking up, picking up um snow, get bigger. You're getting yeah. more and money. And then the third, the small, third smallest, um, third biggest debt, um, or smallest debt on your list. Now it's gonna get the first debt's minimum, the second debt's minimum, its minimum, plus that hundred dollars. So what I love about it is, once you pull that initial hundred, you never have to go back to your budget for more money to mm. give more money to the debt because it's the minimums you're collecting that makes your your payment bigger. Yes. Gotcha. Once See? you pay something off, you use that minimum. You roll it on over. Yeah. So you don't even have to account for it hitting your account. You don't you have to know. get a raise. You don't have to do yes. nothing. You, you already have, have the money. Ooh. Yeah, that money, because you were already paying it out. You were already paying $25 to the lowest let you pay $50 to the second low set. You're paying maybe say like $100 to the third low set. So that money has already been accounted for month after month. Is it said now instead of being paid to here, you're going to pay it here. So you're not going to feel any different as far as money in the bank. Yes. Same money coming out is just being allocated differently. Gotcha. And if you do that, the snowball method is one of the best ways to pay off debt. That's how I was able to pay off. Right, right after the recession, I had like $35,000 of credit card debt. Who's happening? That was a hot mess. Wow. And um, But I paid it off in about two years using the snowball method. Wow. You that, know that would follow me to my grave because I didn't have the snowball. Yeah. I just have the ball. <laughs> the ball method. Ball to you fall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the desert with it. I don't got. I don't got it. Wow. I don't have it. I just. I hated it. Like having that. Like way over my. Because I'm not gonna lie. For the first two years, I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna worry about it. But then after a while, you're like, dang, I can't even make no moves. Right. 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 You know. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna make it my mission to get that debt down. And then I learned a valuable lesson because I had thirty five thousand dollars in credit card debt, but I also had fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt because Uh, of the devil. Yeah. And that. And that. That's what we need help with. How are we paying this back? How, how so are we paying those back? Just, I hate student so, loans. They really make me not be able to sleep sometimes. Yeah. Thinking about who can come in the office to help us. Gosh. So honestly, so with student loans, because I was going to do the same thing. I was going to go so hard for student loan debt. And I kind of was like a light bulb went on. And I said, you know what, Tiffany? You're about to be debt free mm. and broke. Right. That, That's like, why I'm just it, trying it, about it, to it, die with mine. <laughs> Like Tiffany, so what does debt freedom really mean? I said, you know who's debt free? Roman, your three year old nephew, and yes. he's broke. <laughs> so debt free, debt free don't equal wealth. Yes. And so I was like, oh, you know, when I tell you it was the aha moment of all the aha moments, mm-hmm. I was like, oh snap, because I was like, look at you, you done, you done spent two years not going out, not this, not that. You paid off your credit card debt, which is good, and you still have no money. So what does it really mean? Right. I don't mean that you shouldn't pay off your debt. You absolutely should pay off your debt. But you shouldn't, which you should focus on, you should automate the snowball method for your debt. But you should be focusing on learning, learning, growing, and earning wealth. Because when you grow money and you make more money, it can take care of debt more easily. Mm. And that's how we're tackling this student loan debt. That's the word. We're getting wealthy. We'll need wealth. We need wealth. Yes. We can't tackle it with our nine to fives. It ain't working. And the, the problem is, is that because if you put all of like, say, for example, so what I did was I was like, you know, I'm going to go hard on my student loan debt. I said, you know what? Or you could put this money toward the budgetista. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. Right. I and put look that at money you toward, now. Like, I paid the minimum. Don't get me wrong. I did. I did pay my student loans. I was paying the minimum. We got it. But then I that. invested that extra.
extra payment that I might have put toward the debt and put it toward learning, earning, growing, like taking this class, learning how to do that, getting better at this, buying uh, buying books, selling books. I did all of that. And then finally, like two years ago, I think two two years ago, I had $52,000 cash to pay that off in one lump sum oh. and have money still left in the bank. Look Come at you. Oh. Right? So because that, I realized that was a key. So it wasn't that I wanted, didn't want to get debt free. It was not at the expense of growing wealth because now I have wealth and debt freedom. Yes. Mm. Wow. So are we, are we working side hustles or what? Like, how, how do we build in wealth? Cause that seems like <laughs> yes. such, no, seriously. Like when somebody tells me build wealth, I automatically think, am I invested in stocks? Am I trying to get bonds? And I have no clue about where to go. Cause no one taught me. To tell, you. tell me. So here's it. So I got this little gem from everybody's favorite gangster, Dame Dash. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, well, no, I should say everybody's favorite bully, Dame Dash, right? Right, so, right. This is, Dame said it so perfectly. And if you adhere to this, you will be wealthy. Yes. Come closer. I'm here. Dame said the purpose of working is to own that people go to work all day, every day, and they forget that the purpose of you making that money is so you can own things. I'm not talking about a car or clothes. I'm talking about owning assets. Mm. Assets put money into your pocket. Owning investments. So you work, 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 work. Maybe I'll buy the investment property. So you work, 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 work. Maybe I'll buy stocks and bonds. So you work, 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 work. Maybe you'll start your own business. You see? Yeah. And you're working to own. And the thing that you own, if you start owning enough stuff, they will make more money than what you make at work, and then you can stop working. Yeah, yes. that's 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 the plan. So that's really the key. So when people say, "Oh, how how how?" What can you own? What do you feel comfortable learning more about? Are you someone who's like, I would really love to learn about real estate. So at my job, I'm going to keep in mind that I am here to earn money to, to buy learn real about real estate. But you have to keep that in the forefront. Yeah, exactly. Or like, cause see, here's the thing, side hustles, there's nothing wrong with side hustles, but that's just another job. Mm. Like, so if I'm going to side hustle, then I'm side hustling to own. Like, so for example, my sister got two kids. They wild as hell. They probably downstairs right now tearing up my house. <laughs> and because they come over to visit all the time. They live around the corner. So, so like, I didn't cook. I'm like, come eat. Right. <laughs> and, um, and so but what I saw her do, so she, like 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 all of our clothes, because it's five of us, so we were like, oh, I don't want this. I don't want this. She's like, oh, let me have it. She's been selling it on Poshmark. Mm. Oh, Meanwhile, full-time mother, full-time engineer, sells her clothes on Poshmark. That is the work. And guess what she does with that? She takes the Poshmark money and she has been taking courses on how to learn how to trade. Trading wow. is not investing. Trading is when you buy stocks. You buy stocks for the short term to sell them. So now that's ownership. So look what she, you see? She's like, yo, because she was like, yo, what I make as an engineer is good money, but with two kids, it's a lot. Yes. You know, but she's like, so how can I, what can I do to work to own? I can't really be away from my kids. So you know what? Y'all got that stuff. I'm going to take pictures. I can post it on Postmark, make it look cute, style it up. And then every weekend, me and the kids go to the, go to the um, post office and drop all these things so the people to give me my money. Right. And it uses that money then to trade stocks. And that is ownership. But do you see how smart that is? Yes. And that's what I mean. You have to change your mentality of like, what does, what do you feel comfortable owning? It means a thing that you're willing to to um to educate yourself on mm-hmm. so if it's stocks are you going to take stock classes is it is it um real estate is it a business you know what i mean so that's really the key is that you're working to own so the things you own can put you out of work right can work for you yes uh-huh. we need our money to work for us that's t okay now i need to figure out my cheat code my 
my your shit. Your plan. Right now, I got to put your that in motion. So, Tiffany, you know what I seen today on your Instagram? Um, I seen that you posted uh, about the TD Bank research that they reported that talking about money is the key factor in relationship happiness. And us millennials are talking about money more than like any other generation is really like 70% of 75% of us who are in committed relationships are talking about money every week. So I know that it might be difficult and some millennials are doing it, but how do we normalize these conversations in relationships with like partners and we're dating? Like, is it, is it okay? Do we say like, Hey, let me talk to you about your coins. Cause you know these men will start thinking we trying to get in a pocket. The gold digger, mm-hmm. right? The gold digger. Gold dig. How am I gonna gold dig, sir? And you have no gold. Right. You have no gold. <laughs> right. You got the same student loans I got, brother. I'm right. just trying to see if like, we can get a home I, now or later. I'm, I'm, I'm rock. I'm rock digging, gravel digging. Right. <laughs> the pebble digging. Like <laughs> what's so up? honestly, the, to me, what I found that the easiest thing is to make it conversational. So it's mm-hmm. not like. Hey, how much you make? Mm. It's more so like, uh, so let, let's just say like, for example, like the, the example of I used about if the lady asked me three times for my, if I want to um, sign up for a credit card. And then so like, you don't have to like, you know, be like, lady, honestly, you can be like, yo, I hate when they ask that because did you know every time you um, sign up for a credit card, you can lose um, eight to 30 points? Mm. Word? That's wild. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't even know that for you. So you see what I mean? Yeah. It opens that kind of conversation. Like, and then you leave it. Mm. And then, then something happens like, oh, like, yes, my credit score up, day. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I've been, you know, I've been, um, I had this one card that I put Netflix on. I paid off every month in full. Really? That works? Yes. It doesn't even matter the amount. But do you see, like, you start to normalize conversations like that and you can use yourself as the base. Yes. And then you create an environment where they can then share or like even especially if you share things that are not so good like oh man my credit score dropped i don't know why yeah and he's yeah. like yo like like you know i looked up oh dang i'm over 30 percent utilization on that card mm-hmm. what does that mean like yo you're really not supposed to use more than 30 percent of like of, of any given card mm. like uh you see what i mean yeah 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 and he's like you sure like yes i'm telling you i know for sure and i'm like yo all right, I'm going to pay it down, I'm going to pay it down. But see, like, so sharing the good, the bad, but you're using yourself as an example, and you create that way when he's like, yo, my credit score fell too. Well, let's see. Right. Oh, <laughs> I think I see what it is. Like, you know, you opened up this new card, and as a re- result, you um lowered your length of credit history. You know it's the average, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like you had an A, and you introduced the C, and now you had a B. It's mm-hmm. the each one teach one. Yeah. We have yes. to create the, yeah, the each one teach one. We always one. bring that back. In. Yes. Okay. I see. We do okay. have to teach. So if our girls who are with, with a, with a boy, make sure you, you're, you're normalizing. Whoever you're with. Yeah. Whoever. Yes, whatever. Yeah. I was going to say anybody that, yes. that works with who, like whatever, whatever your partner yes. is like, like then you're, that's something that you can do to introduce conversation in a way that doesn't feel judgmental or yes. scary or whatever. You're just talking conversationally and you're sharing knowledge. And you're inviting that they too can share when their credit score goes up or down or like, dang, this bill or like, because you're saying it and it creates an environment where there's a safe space to talk about. Safe space. That's what we love. That's what makes it safe. Um, in even platonic relationships, like me and my friends, we talk about money. We, we all know our, each other's credit scores yes. because we really normalize the conversation and we talk about budget. We share budget and tips and hacks. So I really appreciate that about my platonic relationships and I will for sure be implementing, be implementing it in romantic because I need to know brother you need to know we need to know yes <laughs> <laughs> you know what and here's 
other thing too is just that like the more I mean to that to that uh, quote's point like the more you talk about it the less scary it becomes mm-hmm. and then you guys can be on the same page so this is one thing I do with my girlfriends because they used to be like Tiffany you are so cheap <laughs> and because every weekend they would go for brunch I'm like oh girl brunch just costs upwards of $50 you're booking yes and it I does. To Can't do it every more. week. And I remember one, one, and so I stopped going to brunch. And I thought, like every time we would, they would ask me to go to brunch, I would transfer fifty dollars to my bank account. Wow. I'm like nah so but I wouldn't tell them that and then one day my friend Tawana was like hey girl you know we're going to brunch but girl I know how you get you ain't you ain't trying to go and I was like honestly I'm actually in a hot air balloon right now in New Mexico can I call you back girl she was like wait what Subtle flex. I was like yeah the captain said that we really can't be on our phone <laughs> and she was like just say you was just in Newark yesterday I'm like well I'm not <laughs> And so What's when I got now? back, and she was like, how you was in New Mexico? I was like, girl, my brunch money. Every time you guys ask me to go to brunch, I transfer $50 to my savings account. And she's like, well, I want to go to New Mexico. I said, well, then stop going to brunch. That's Ooh. a cheat code because you know what? We look at our account and we'll be like, I don't have money to travel. I don't have money to buy the things I need. But then we're we're saying yes to everything else. Everything. But the thing that you want to say yes to. You got, exactly. So what I've learned is that like, I literally say the word. You can't do it all. It's, it, I, don't, well, I don't tell my friends anymore. Like, I can't do it. Like, if they'll say. Um, like every year I used to go on an epic vacation and they'd be like, Ooh, Tiff, you want to, um, you want to go to brunch? You want to go to, I'm like, nah, girl, I'm, I'm saying yes to Morocco. Wait, what? Yes. Wait, you see how that sounds? You say what? Oh, I'm saying yes to Morocco. And then they'll be like, well, I want to say yes to something. Yes. I want to say yes to Morocco. Ah, uh, nah, girl, I'm saying yes to Santorini. Yes. Okay. Let me switch it. Let me switch up the places. Slight flex. These are places I've been. Okay. Right? I'm saying yes to Istanbul. Yeah. Right? I'm saying yes to like, and so they would be like, so after a while, it didn't feel like me telling them no, because no sounds like you're listening, living less of a life. Right. But saying yes to Morocco was like, oh, Tiffany ain't missing out. Yes. yes. Living her life. So it's not a living judgment a either life. because your thing might be, might be food. For me, I love travel and I don't want my yes. There are literally people who are out here living someone else's yes. You're eating out every week. And that ain't even your yes. Woo. You have not gotten your hair done. And that's your yes. You love getting your hair done every week, but you don't have it because you're living your friend's yes. Tiffany, now um. that now you preaching. Now you <laughs> preaching. That's the collection place. <laughs> we'll be taking our ties over to your website and enrolling and live rich. I like edges. I like edges. edges. I like my edges, Chris. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. That's a word. Oh shoot. Man. I'm, what, I'm implementing that. Saying yes to what am I saying to yes? What's my yes? What is your yes? Mm-hmm. Figuring out what your yes is. Wow. And then say yes to that. Yes. Let okay. me I'm a, I'll be sitting down. Hopefully we got the same yes. Yeah, we have the same no, yes. No, but anyway. Um okay, so Germany and I have both expressed how we didn't have the money conversations when we were younger. And we have a lot of listeners who are mommy listeners. Mm -hmm. So do you have any tips or suggestions for people that may have kids, how they can talk about money and finances and introduce this concept at an early age to prevent some of the slip ups and mess ups that we made? I'll do you one better. I actually wrote my first book, children's Mm -hmm. book. She does it all. Right, and I got my master's in education, flex, flex, and I wrote a law in New Jersey, Janista Law, that makes it mandatory to teach financial education in middle school. Come on, flex, flex, flex. Do it. So I actually wrote, I wrote a um a children's book, and when I tell you. This little girl is chocolatey chocolate. Aww. The book? I'm, I, wait, Tiff, yes. I'm just going to stop you. I said Tiff. Now we homies. I called her Tiff. <laughs> My God. Okay, Tiff, the book, 
I looked at it online. Beautiful. I love the mom and the daughter, her brushing her baby's hair, doing her baby's hair. Yes. I'm like, that's us. That's our culture right there. Oh. You see, like, if you look at look at that picture again, you're gonna see Dax hair grease right Girl, on the I seen it. I seen it. I said I see the hair I grease. Comb I and love Dax it. Hair grease and a little brush. I love it. That's how and she's got a fro. Because I really want it because I'm dark skinned. That's mm. how my hair look. I actually my uh, my bonus baby, she's not a baby, she's thirteen. My my, Super uh, my girl. stepdaughter. But she, that's how she looked. She was chunky. She was mm-hmm. chocolate. She had a, 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 a Michael Jackson afro. And I'm like, why don't we see this? Why is that not cute? She has a full puggy nose. Aww. Super cute. And so that I wanted this little girl. Her name is Molly. M-A-L-I. Because you're going to get this African country. Okay. Come on. Right? Like, I'm tricking the people like, oh, it's Molly. You thought. You right. thought. Molly. M-A-L-I. Right. Molly Moore. <laughs> and, um, and so her first, this is one of the first of many books that, because I wanted to give parents, especially parents of kids ages three to seven, the tools to read something to their child. And then at the, at the end, at end of every book, because a book is a financial education book, but it doesn't feel like it. Yes. It's about her birthday and she's getting all these presents. And then at some point she starts to put the presents over her family and friends and has to make a decision at the end. And so the financial lessons are what I call pre-financial lessons for for a child that age. It's sharing, giving, less, more, donating. These are pre-financial lessons. Mm-hmm. And at the at back of the book, I actually give you these extend the lesson questions and activities. Mm. So if you're a teacher or a parent, grandma, and you're like, how do I make sure we drive this lesson home? I put it in the back of the book. I love it. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really good tool to use to really help your reader not just read and enjoy reading but to teach financial education in a way that is age appropriate that is the key like teacher miss that's what used to call me miss tiffany miss tiffany understands that like you have to be age appropriate yes. with the knowledge and that's why sometimes some of these children's books are so disappointing because they're written but you can tell that they didn't tap into a teacher or an educator because they're not age appropriate yeah. the words are not age appropriate the language like it, that's not how children learn it and, and, and uh, are receptive to things. And so, yeah. So if you're wanting to get the book, depending on when you're listening to this, it's either the Kickstarter or the book is already available. Either way, it's the same website, mollymore.com, M-A-L-I-M-O-R-E.com. And um, yeah. I, I just really appreciate and can value Tiffany always offering so many resources to not only people of color, but like within the community where we really need it, where we have disenfranchisement and, and, you know, just stuff isn't available. That is just amazing. It's not all about making money and keeping it. It's about giving the knowledge back. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you want to like my, my goal is how do we make our community better and stronger? And, you know, that's the reason, honestly, why I taught preschool in Newark, New Jersey. And to me, I see everything I do as an extension of that initial goal, which is how do I enrich my community from the inside? Mm-hmm. And education is one of the best ways. So I'm so excited to come back to your babies because I've been gathering edges for the last 10 years <laughs> as a budgetista. Yes. And I said, you know what? Let me make that. If I got your babies together, then your babies could grow up with less financial issues. Yes. And so I'm coming for them with, with Molly Moore. We love that. And and yeah. we'll be giving those gifts out for, for Christmas, Christmas and yeah. birthdays. My nephews yeah, and nieces will be getting a Molly yeah, Moore. Honestly, I can't wait. See, like, I, I already know what the next book is about. I found Ooh. out recently that Molly in Swahili means wealth. I didn't know that. Yes. You what? see alignment? Look at God. That's look how he him. works. That's alignment right there. Alignment. Wow. When I found that out, I was like, are you kidding me? So I already know that the next book is going to be what does Molly mean? Ooh. And it's going to show 
and I'm gonna. So this is like I, I haven't even told nobody this. So I'm just gonna let you slide okay, to a little exclusive. tea, and that like each picture will show wealth in different ways. It'll be like wealth is hugs, wealth is money, yes. wealth is love. Well, you see what I mean? So that way, as a parent, you can really illustrate that money is wealth, but so are these other ways yes. to be enriched. And so, like, so I just honestly, I am so excited about this character. I just really feel like she's going to transform so many lives and especially so many little brown girls, mm-hmm. especially my chocolate babies. I'm yes. gonna be like, <gasps> like my, my, yes, my niece chocolate. and Linda is too. And whenever she sees, she's like, it's Molly. Molly's Aww. like me. And I'm like, oh, yes, baby. She's just like you. Love, love it. That. Love it. We love that. So, Tiffany, you've honestly poured so much into us and our listeners. And I already know the level up is occurring. Yeah. If it hasn't occurred, then you've been asleep. Run the episode back. Take out your pen and listen to all of these gems that were dropped because, baby, nothing was spared. No. So we really appreciate you, Tiffany, so, so much for spending your time and your resources with our listeners. Can you please let them know where they can find you? Because I know they want to know. And all of the things that you have going on because you have so many ventures. The Dream Catchers. Yeah, the the Live Richer Academy. I'm in the Facebook group. I mean, that group alone thriving it, it's so many gems being dropped i'm like let me get in this group for an hour and get my life together because y- y'all thought our facebook group was popping get in get the over there. <laughs> let them know where they can find you yeah so i am the budget nista on all the things youtube instagram even tiktok but i don't tiktok <laughs> um, um, facebook if you still use facebook um twitter and so um but also yes i have my literature academy which is my online school to help you take your finances to the next level you can go to live to learn more about that and but if you go to the budgetnista.com all the things are there. You can yes. find the academy. You can find my free things. You can find the Facebook group. All the things are there. Um, and no, this has been awesome. You guys are dopeness. Yes, yes. Tiffany, we really We got to come you. pull we... up on you. Yeah, Newark. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been there, but I'm like, okay, I think I need to make a trip. We'll make a trip for <laughs> Tiffany. Don't wear your jewelry. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. We love you so much. Thank you for spending time with us. We appreciate okay, it. Okay, bye, welcome, ladies. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.